0: The Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Coming your way today is Dr. Anastasia Bruce on the Shama Podcast. Do listen and be blessed. Father, we thank you for the blessing to hear your Word. We pray that our lives will be transformed by the power of your Word in Jesus' name. Amen. Free others when you are freed free others when you are freed this is from our desiring mercy devotional I read from Matthew 18 28 to 30 but that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii and he laid hands on him and took him by the throat saying pay me what you owe so his servant his fellow servant fell down at his feet And begged him, saying, Have patience with me, I will pay you all. And he would not, but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. You see, the only reason why someone can be unforgiven towards people who do them wrong when they themselves have been shown mercy to get to where they are in the present time is forgetfulness and a lack of understanding. We need to take steps to remember where we ever used to be and what the Lord has done for us to bring us out of sin. We mustn't be quick to forget where we used to be before, where before the presence of God came to take us, before the presence of God came to do us something good or some good. We mustn't be too quick to forget. Don't be too quick to forget the dust out of which you were raised. Don't be too quick to forget. This is such an important lesson. When we forget how we received mercy, we become unmerciful, we become intolerant, we become harsh towards others who disrespect us, transgress against us, or owe us something that, uh, um, or owe us something now that we think we are something. Hallelujah. The man in this scripture that we just read used to be a prisoner and he had now been set free by the generosity of his Lord. Yet when he became free, he quickly forgot what it was like to be a prisoner. He was too excited about his new level and did not consider the mercy that it took him to get there. We have to think about how much mercy we have been shown. It's when you don't have a good appreciation of how much it took the Lord to bring you from where you were to where you are now. When you don't have a good value system for all the grace and love God shows you daily, you you, 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 you tend to trivialize the mercy you have received or are receiving. But today may your eyes be opened to receive great understanding on a good or a good understanding about how much love has been poured how much grace has been given how much mercy has been shown to you to bring you from where you used to be to where you are now it's so easy to quickly forget it's so easy to quickly not remember how you were in so much pain you were in so much uh, you know you help you were totally helpless it took somebody reaching out their hands to help you. And if that was not done, you would have been stuck where you are, you know. But when you come out, you no, know, it's like you were in a pit. You come out, you now, it's like you've forgotten that you used to be in a pit. And if nobody had helped you, you would have perished there, you know. So um, may we have a spirit that remembers the help that we ever received. It's, it's such an important character to have. Because in the scripture that we just read, when the, the main master found out that his servant had not been merciful to another servant, he really got wrath. he really got angry, was really sorry and displeased that he threw him into prison forever and ever. And that is how God is going to mete out judgment to anybody who is unthankful, anybody who does not have a good, uh, you know, good... Way of appreciating what God has done for them. You have to remember what God has done for you. You will have to remember how much mercy you have received to get to where you are. You have to be you have to remember. You cannot forget that you would have perished where you were if somebody had not stretched out their hands for you. You cannot forget. It's too expensive. And if you have a nature that forgets, you are not fit for eternity in the presence of God. You're not fit. Because you you forget too easily. May the Lord take away every tendency to forget. Any blunder in your mind to easily forget. Any blindness to forget where you used to be. Oh, marakataya bahaya. To live in the light is to remember where you used to be all the time. To remember what you used to be and what God has done for you through his grace. Hallelujah. So... Back to the story I was just saying that the man in the scripture used to be a prisoner and he had now been set free by the generosity of his Lord. Yet when he became free, he quickly forgot that it was what it was like to be a prisoner. He was too excited about his new level and did not consider the mercy that it took him to get there. He wanted to become harsh on those who owed him and cast them into prison if they ever deemed him lightly. He was too eager to quickly forget his former level. But we must not forget our former level or previous states in life. When if that's why sometimes you have to even intentionally leave certain things, certain reminders. Sometimes you have to leave a certain old dress that you used to wear. <laughs> you know, that's it will remind you of your, you know, sometimes you need it. So that you remember that old shoe you used to wear that was so worn out. You need to remember. Hallelujah. So we must not forget our former levels or previous states in life. We must not forget or else we'll become hardened and unmerciful when we get to the place of power. So do not forget what it was like to be a prisoner some time back. Do not forget how God showed you mercy just a little while back. For every mercy you receive from the Lord, be prepared to pass it on to someone else who needs mercy too. You are not fit for grace if you are not ready to pass it around freely. Wow. Matthew chapter 10 verse 6 to 8 says, But go rather to the lost sheep of, of the house of Israel. As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. So this is how to desire mercy. Don't always be thinking of uh, having friends who are in a class your class, but also have a heart. Oh yes, have a heart to go to the lost sheep of Israel. Some of your friends should be people who are very low. People who they should be your friends because they they have now become your friends because. you help them out of the mess they, they, they were in. You see. That's that, that, that that's how we become the friends of God. We were so not like Him, no, so not near. But uh, He just came down and made friends out of enemies like us. You see. So He came to the Lost. He came to seek and to save the lost. So you two in your life, if I ask you to show you, show me your friends. Don't just show me your classmates that you've sat in class with and people you are you go to dinner with and people you you can sit in a restaurant with and chat but also show me people who was weed smokers that you, by the grace of God you have turned their lives around to be your friend oh yes maybe you used to be a, 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 an alcoholic and God helped you and God cleansed you maybe you used to be uh, somebody who was not a good student and God helped you now to become a good student now you show me how many people You have also helped to become good students who were not good students before. Easy. You have to be uh, very intentional about freely giving what you freely receive. Praise the Lord. When you become the found sheep, do not forget the other lost sheep that you used to roam about aimlessly with. Jesus said he came for the lost sheep of Israel to preach the kingdom to them freely. This is the message of God. Hallelujah. To turn rags into royalty. Praise the Lord. Amazing. That's why we sing the song Amazing Grace. That's That sweet sound, you know, that turns wretched people into awesome people. You see, because the gold is in all the muddy places. It's people who are ready to work hard, in the muddy, dirty places who who reach the gold. So go to the lost sheep. Go to the people who look like they have nothing. Let me tell you the story. A lady whom I had personally uh, helped recently by the grace of God to obtain some medical treatment and shown her some love and concern for some psychiatric disorder that she had been suffering. Thankfully, she got so beautifully well after some months of care. You know in the hospital and through prayer and trusting God for her life and now she became you know just so good normal beautiful you know dressing appropriately speaking intelligently before it was not like that but and then by the grace of God she resumed uh, uh, her job you see, because of the illness she had even abandoned her job for years she was not going to work because she said that there's a spirit the spirit was telling her not to work. You see. But now God cleansed her, God, God beautified her after uh, the mercy of God visited her. Praise the Lord. And now she could resume her job. And when she resumed her job, before long she became the owner of the shop. <laughs> Amazingly and miraculously. You see. And then now she became an employer herself. Because she, when she got well, she got to the shop as an employee. But now God turned her around to become the shop owner herself. And now she started to employ others. And her first employee happened to be, you know, from the outset, looked like was a hard-working girl. But along the line, uh, this first lady discovered that the second lady was inconsistent. And she also battled with a disease for which she had started absenting herself from work. The first lady came to me to report this and she began to say that hey, I've heard people saying that this new employee that I've got, she's a lazy girl or she's lazy, she does she's on and off. Yeah, she, that's how she is. She's this behaviour has been a long standing habit of hers. I just looked at her carefully or quietly. I said, Oh, this new lady you're talking about, have you even visited her in her house since she has been ill? And has not come to work. Have you visited her at home before? Have you? And then she realized that, hey, me cry. I don't even know where she stays. So I've never even bothered to even know where she stays. And so she just responded, you see, with wide eyes. She's like, ah, that thing never crossed my mind. You know, to visit her or show her some love and attention. And even go and find out about her real living conditions. Or see her boy, in her sick bed if she's even sick at all at home. So she decided to listen to what I was saying, and then she took the step to visit her. And she came back to me with a report. She said, Hey, what the lady lives is not good at all. She lives in the ghetto, 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 in a very dejectable building, you know, with mosquitoes all over the place, holes all over the building. And hey, she was not happy. She herself was, was, was in total shock when she found that her new employee was living and so and she was not only living there alone she was living there with a teenage daughter very beautiful daughters I had my, I myself had seen before very beautiful and I, I couldn't imagine what she was saying that they lived in the ghetto amongst weed smokers and things like that and the woman was 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 the second lady was not happy she was not a happy woman because she was struggling her marriage and things like that the man was not helping and things like that. So I I could immediately see that this was somebody who was struggling, who, was trying to, who had come to your shop to be a worker, tried to try tried to make ends meet. And so, you see, I told this first lady that, look, I think that this employee you are getting or you have gotten is somebody God has simply brought your way to test you. It's just bringing your way not only to be an employee in your shop, but to give you an opportunity for you to take care of her just the same way God has taken care of you God is trying to see test you immediately you are out of prison the test is can you replicate the mercy you were shown when you were before you came out of prison you see can you replicate it see that when you we are too quick to be free everybody wants to go to America everybody wants to go to Australia everybody wants to go to New Zealand <laughs> or UK or somewhere you see? And then when they go, they forget where they used to be. Amazing. Have mercy on us, Lord. So she was, this woman was so glad when I pointed out, look, this one is a clear, God is just, somebody is just, God is just bringing somebody away for you to be a blessing to. It's so clear. And she was so glad that I pointed this out to her. And she said, oh, okay, I didn't see it that way, but I, now I see it. And then she started making plans of increasing her salary, and helping her access health care, etc., so that her employee could also enjoy the freedoms of improved health and livelihood, just as God through others had done for her a little while back. So you see that the thought of replicating kindness and being quick to free others when you have experienced some liberation does not seem to come easily to people. People's default setting, like this man in the story in Matthew 18, is to be harsh and to be intolerant, you know, to be intolerant to newcomers in the same things that we have received mercy for. But let that be minus you. Pray that you will be full of God's love and mercy. You'll be ready to free others when God gives you a good standing in life. When you come out of whatever prison you may have been in before, you'll be ready to show others that same kind of mercy may the lord open your eyes to see that such is life in the kingdom for every mercy you receive there will be an opportunity for you to pass it around for you to pass it on and may you notice the opportunities and the people god brings your way for you to replicate the same kindness that he has shown to you that will be your passing the test of uh understanding do you really that it's like god is just asking the question do you really understand how much mercy i've shown to you do you really understand if you are able to pass on the kindness it's like if you receive a scholarship you should be ready to also give somebody a scholarship oh yes or else you see that that's when you see that you'll be going on in life and all sorts of conditions are erupting in your body and sicknesses and things because you have you have not passed on the mercy you have you received. You received the grace to travel outside the country. You have not passed it on to somebody. <laughs> you I gotta be joking. Every mercy, every grace, eh? you fin- you receive grace to go to tertiary. You cannot help somebody to go to nursery school. <laughs> it means you don't understand that all that you have gotten is out of mercy. So whatever mercy you have received, be ready to pass it on to the lost sheep of Israel. Because there's somebody out there who doesn't have half of what you have, who doesn't have a needle of what you have. And may you be able to freely give what you have freely received from the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Shama podcast. Until our next episode, I'd say Shama. Yes, here again, meditate, obey, and experience divine transformation in your life. God bless you.